twisting, turning. That's a penalty, is it? No, he's still going. Two friends, two minds, and one love for Arsenal Football Club. You are now listening to the Cotton Two Minds Podcast. Hey, hey, hey. What's really going on? Yo. Welcome to the podcast, Cotton Two Minds. Huh? Fiddy just won the Masters. He's hey. all fired up. He's got I his green jacket. <laughs> ah. Anyway, enough. I mean, Marshall, that's Fitz. Hey, what's Welcome. up, people? Welcome. Uh, we're falling. <laughs> we're falling. Arsenal hosted Brighton and come away with the the loss 2-1 uh another flat slow unenthused start to a match uh and let's get right into the lineups what was your what was your thought Jaka was at left back was there anything else we can do you know i mean yeah uh, I mean, you know was that the right decision i mean i'm going to say Teetering on the edge of just just second guessing my manager. Yeah. I you know, I don't know, man. It's just I think managers get stuck in this like uh uh veterans people I can trust over uh some energy, you know, like like he had a decision, like last game we came out flat, so if you want to go with kind of more energy and something like that, you know, you probably leave Jacques in the middle of the pitch right. where he normally plays and you put somebody like Nuno out there. Nuno. Right. 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 And um, even though I hadn't thought of it right away, but I I mean, it's not crazily out of the realm to say, hey, you know what? I'll play soccer back there, at least maybe for a game or something, just to. Well, I mean, just that's... to keep things settled until I can like get in Nuno's head for another week and just make sure he's all like his head's right. And now I'm going to play you, you know. Well, yeah, whatever. I mean that's where he started playing. Yeah, soccer. That's where we we came to love and you know see him play. He started out. He was playing right back, left back. He was always in those positions. Um, I don't even think I. I mean, that's definitely an option. Um, I think. You play Nuno again. It's Brighton. And like I said, Nuno is going to get the blame for last game, but I don't think it was all on Nuno. You know, Crystal Palace, you know, they they came yeah. ready to play. Their crowd was hyped. The atmosphere was hyped. And they just put it to us. They were yeah. physical. They were big, black. <laughs> I just, yeah. I and think fans just, get very comfortable. And it was just, just like so easy to blame. Person. Right. And, you know, and, and Gabriel, he hasn't been, you know, yeah, you know, he hasn't been playing too well. And it could all be because of fatigue and your biggest complaint with Arsenal since I've known you is squad depth. And it's it's rearing its ugly head. It's coming back and biting us in the ass because Gabriel looks tired. Tyranny's falling. You know, he's gone. Mm-hmm. Partey got hurt again. You're just playing the same team week in and week out. And, you know, it's biting us in the ass. 
But you don't play you don't play Jaka at left back. You don't. Uh, what you can do is you can put Cedric over there, and yeah. then you can bring in Holden, and you can put Ben White at right back. Um, you can do it that way. Uh, you can just be your, done with it. You can run your 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 five your three. Oh, well, you can do two three, wing yeah. backs. Right. I mean, which you ended up kind of doing towards the end, right? Of but the I mean, game, I'm, I'm, but go ahead. I just you know there are there just other options and just like. You know, I kind of thought that he even came to the conclusion by the way he'd been playing in the last few, you know, handful of weeks was like he's too slow to rely on him to cover defensively. He's not going to he's not going to offer anything for the team and you're taking him away out of his position. Yeah. You know, like you said, his 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 pace is. It's not good enough for him to get involved. We like our fullbacks to kind of get involved and push forward. He can't do that, or it's a gamble of yeah. him getting back. But the thing is, Partey's already out of the midfield. Yes. You know what I mean? You're your your rock, you know, your your solid veteran. He's already gone. So you need Jaka to kind yeah. of cover that role and that responsibility and be in the middle of the pitch. Yep. Um, he's played Cedric over there, you know. If he didn't want to yeah. play Nuno, he's played Cedric over there, you know. And yeah. we know Ben White can fill in it right back if he has to, mm-hmm. or like you said, if he's gonna do the three, what whatever. But you can do the have... three and play wing backs, and then you don't worry about the fact that Sock is playing on the right wing back, he can kind of play that position. That right. that that's something he can do. So and you ended up doing that with Martinelli. At the end of the game, you were playing him at a wing back very position. Strange. So strange. I just you just very made strange. strange decisions. And the whole the whole big thing coming into this this last final games was was this young team, you know, these young players gonna crack under pressure. But to me, it's looking like Arteta is as far as some of the decisions he's making, as far as him not so having the t- as far as him not having a team ready to play in these big games, did you watch that Liverpool Man City game today? Wow. Fools running around like their hair is on fire and the world's coming to an end. Yeah. That frantic, just yeah. doing everything they can to, to, to do something and win that game. And mm-hmm. you see the way we come out and play the last two weeks. It's, you know, that's a knock against him. And how yeah. bad is, and hold on, and how bad is man management, Fitz? Like, how about it? Like, I just don't. I don't get it sometimes. Like, put your arm around Nuno. Tell him it's gonna be all right. You have confidence in him. You know, you took him out in the first half of that one game. You haven't played him in months. You throw him back out there. Yeah, it's like, dude. Yeah, I mean, and he tried to kind of embrace him in the in the in the you know media, but then I mean, he still kind of threw like a shade to him where he was just like you know so of course he was affected and you know and it's just like dude you know don't do that dude there's, just there's no need for any leave of the kid alone and you know talk to him behind closed doors and just make sure that you know you you right. uh ensure him that you trust him because you have to whether Special. you do or not right now you right. have to sell that story because you you signed right. him. He's a guy we're counting on now. Exactly. Like, you you bought you you bought Nuno in to be tyranny, tyranny's backup. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. uh we need him now. And he and you're not even putting him out there. Yeah. Um, and you know, 
I, you know, the, the, the track record, you know, that was always my, my fear. He, he doesn't have a track record. He's never coached at a big club. This is his first time to do it. And the only track record he's coming that I see that he has is his man management is awful. Aubameyang, I hate to bring up his name because people get mad, but he's scoring goals for fun at Barcelona. Sure, some people say it's an easier league and people score more goals. I don't think so. Um, but Ozo, Aubameyang, hell, Nuno now, Guendouzi. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. And these players... Torreira. I'm not even judging on the fact that I think Torreira's a decent. He's playing. He's starting week in and week out for Fiorentina. And the fact that I hear other teams rumored are interested just tells me that the kid can play the game, man. He's. I saw him play in Uruguay last summer. He could play. Right. He could play. That's that's another name, Saliba. He's not ready, and it just goes on and on and on. And it's like I think you know. These Arteta in, Arteta sexuals, whatever you want to call them, you know, they gave this guy the benefit of the doubt before he had earned anything. And basically all I see is him, you know, having these run-ins with players and not knowing how to bring them back into the squad. You know, he doesn't bend a, he doesn't bend an inch. You know, Aubameyang's got to get out of here. They don't get any money for him. It's like... If you're Stan Kroenke and you think about all this money that's just leaving for, you know, I don't know, dude. It's anyway, I, you know, the, I'm sorry, uh, I went on a little rant, but his man management is a joke. And I I'll was, just, I'm going to come in with one theory just so people, you know, go uh, ahead. Cause I got another one to go on top of this. We've, uh, so just, just follow me down this road real quick, but I'm going to say, is there a chance that we've overperformed? So we have some hopes at this point of the season that realistically we probably didn't think we would have had. Uh, we we did nobody in November or even December or January even thought we'd be battling for top four. Right. So things had gone our way. By hard work, by playing good at one point, things like that. There was a nice little stretch um, where we we played some pretty good football. Yes. So, uh, but you know, they made a decision over in that in that break in January to sell Aubameyang, to let Maitland Niles go, to <sighs> let Reese him. Nelson go. I mean, these are just the guys that we did have a hand on at least three months ago that we could have at least just kept the team fortified. Right. Would I be worried right now if that position was open? Maitland Niles could play left back or right back. I don't know. You could put him at either one. Uh, And he at least fill in. He would at least fill in and we wouldn't be worried. He's done it. Arteta's already done it. That's why we won the FA Cup. He put Maitland Niles was back at left back. So I'm going to defend the ABBA thing just because I I was done with ABBA at Arsenal. And yeah. I'm not going to say that what he's doing in Barcelona is not great. That's cool. But I just – I think ABBA was done at Arsenal. What himself, I'm saying – In his right. own head, he was done at Arsenal. I hear he you. he wasn't producing anything. I hear you. I hear you on all that. 
But so, but hold on, real quick. Go ahead. Just, just a quick. I'll finish it up real quick. So, <laughs> he sold for the future. He didn't sell for top four this season. This is a gift to him to be okay. here right now. That's what you're he, saying. Okay. The moves he made are for the future. My thing that hinges on is this summer, do they splash the cash on a striker because they just got rid of $300,000 off the books. So whoever, whoever, you know, right. No, that's a good point. You know, it was, uh, this is just basically, uh, the cherry on top we're fighting for fourth, you know, it's Mm -hmm. more experience for the young kids to learn what it's going to take all that, the process, but the, the moves they've made kind of go along with what you're saying. Um, they were saying, ah, we're, we're really going to try for next year to get top four and to do all that. But we went on that little run. Um, so I, I get what you're saying. I get what mm-hmm. you're saying. My whole thing with ABBA is, you know, there's a, there, you know, man management, you know, you, you got to, okay, come on, you know, talk to him. I don't know. You got to do something because how is Javi, the coach of Barcelona, getting this out of him instantly? Like, yeah. how is he coming to another league, new players, new system, and hitting the ground running like that, you know? Yeah. Um, and the thing with us, he stopped playing them for, like, you know, damn near a whole month before he left. So we didn't know if. All we remember was he was missing sitters and he was playing like shit, but he wasn't playing for a while. He was training by himself. Anyway, the point is, if you're Saka – I was going back and forth with some dude on Twitter. I forget his name. But if you're Saka, do you sign to, to to stay with us? If you're Martinelli and Liverpool comes knocking and, you know, they're offering you down the middle, you know, strike, whatever, whoever, do you stay? And what do you stand for? And at some point, are you going to get into a tiff with Arsenal? Or excuse me, with Arteta? And that's going to be it? You're going to be in the doghouse? Who knows? I don't know. That 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 is the worry. Those those young guys right there, and I like more than any of them. I get worried about soccer. Me too. I can you can see I it see in him. his face. I Nobody see his face sometimes. People are kicking lumps in him. Nobody's having his back. Nobody's you know we don't have an enforcer out there to put it back on the other team. And you know, anyway. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And. uh it, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I just, I, I, for some reason, he knows how to get in their head sometimes that, that distracts them. But I don't think he always knows how to get in their head to just motivate them sometimes because he, he clearly he doesn't. The last like Saka was very frustrated at the end of the game when we were talking about, but I do remember one where he was on the left side and he had worked himself into space and he was just waiting. Right. Now, the point is, is that if Saka is the man on this team, which everybody would agree, you don't play around with the ball. If he's got 10 feet of space, you always give it to him immediately because he's going to make the right decision. Because he's going to make the right pass or he's going to take the right shot. We have to treat Saka like the star he is. Like Man City treats De Bruyne. Every chance they got, they got him the ball. And yeah, and he, and he worked his magic. But yeah, you're you're absolutely right. There was a few times when Saka was just waiting on it and he never got it. And they let a lot of time go by in the first half without even trying to get him going. That yeah. should be their number one priority. So 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I just yeah, think yeah. Um, the thing for, I would tell Arteta to me is that um, he has a vision of how he wants to play, but I'll continue to ask him, like, go down your personnel. Can you play exactly like that? Right. Or do you need to adjust a little? I don't know what the adjustment is. You're the pro. You're the guy with all the experience and knows the X and O's. But I'm just telling you, like, it can't just be the same setup when we just lost really kind of like two of our anchors, Tyranny and Partey. Right. These two guys are kind of like they hold our shape. They give us confidence to go forward because we know we got it covered in the back. You know, Mm -hmm. like you just lost important personnel. Now, can you just go out and play the same way or do we need to adjust? Right. You know, right. And part of that adjustment should be in Katia. Damn. Well, yeah, let's get to it right now. Um, Another thing back on Arteta, dude. Stubborn, stubborn, Mm -hmm. stubborn. Locker, Mm -hmm. locker. After the Crystal Palace game, it's like, okay, I gave you your chance. You know yeah. what I mean? But I'm thinking that I'm thinking he went two games too far on that. And Ketia comes in and hits the post like three times or yesterday or some shit. Yeah. And the game before and Crystal Palace, I think he hit the post a couple of times. So clearly he's chomping at the bit. He just yeah. needs an opportunity. And why did you keep him? You know, I, why didn't you let him go to Crystal Palace? Why did you keep him? You know, yeah. it's and I mean, really, at this <laughs> point, because of what like what we need and what he needs because it sounds like he's gone in the summer. Yeah, he's leaving, yeah. So put him out there. If he throws in five goals in the last 10 games, like his value goes up. You make well, more we can't, money. We, I think his we contract, need that anyway. I think his oh. contract's up. They've already blown some more money. Oh, he's Kroenke. expired? I think so. That's that's why. I think so. I don't know. I don't. I mean, I, I think and so. I can't put all that on Arteta, man. That's just... I mean, even if you put it on Adu, but it's the team. The team has a history of just awful business about their players and how they sign them and get rid of them. It's awful. But for him to take off Martinell, look, he's choking. Arteta is choking. Yeah. Uh, Who did he take off? He took off somebody before Laka. He didn't even take Laka off. And Katia was the first sub that came in for Martinelli. I think so. He came in for Martinelli, and, and when Nketiah was checking in, it was so early, I was like, great. You're going to give Nketiah a good run at striker because it was yeah, kind of early. Wide. I was like, he pulled the trigger early on him. He brought – right. Oh, Martinelli. Oh, right. you oh you brought him in for Martinelli. Right. So Whatever, just dude. Just I weird, can't figure this out. Weird shit like that. Plus, you got uh, Odegaard. Who just got lost again in the in the the midfield like that? When he has to play deep or back, kind of, it's like, whoo, shit. Where is he? ESR is exhausted and crocked. You can clearly just see it. running and running and running and sometimes getting the ball. Always you know? makes the nice little cut and the nice little move. He's fun to watch when you're watching the game on TV. But they never pass him the ball. Like he'll make a nice little cut or a nice little run. He never gets it. Yeah. So, and that's what Odegaard is supposed to be doing. Um, but you know, he's probably thinking like, okay, well, shit, I'm, I guess I'm, I'm playing the parte role. So let me just kind of stay back here and, uh, I don't know, do shit, I guess. Yeah. It's just, uh, I'll distribute from back here, I guess. Right. Like, whatever. So it's, 
the whole thing is weird, but the most disappointing thing was the way we came out. Um, there, there's no, there's no sense of urgency. Like, cause you can grind in these games. You yeah. can grind, you know, keep it tight, nick a goal. You can, you can make it hard for them to score. You we've know, done a lot of that this year, right? Like earlier, One we've done a lot of that. Exactly, but. but the the lack of energy, the the lack of a plan going forward, and that could be because of Laka, but he really made a big mistake playing Laka again. You know, now of course, you know our next game Southampton, he's going to play in Keita Watch. But you know what? I mean, like, even like when you were talking about them just tying it (laughs) in with the man management, (laughs) he did like he brought in Ketian, didn't take Laka off. Uh, He brought the next two guys in, and Laka didn't come off. He Laka played the whole game. And uh, that's what I tweeted out. And I just said, this dedication to Laka is just. Is it because we don't know who the vice captain? You know what I mean? Who? It can't be something that's it can't be silly ass captain shit, number one. <laughs> but I'm just saying, but like, you know what I mean though? Like his commitment, like this is another one where it's kind of like this whole like he's stubborn. He's, he's on a- the edge. So he took Martinelli off, Martinelli off the energy on the pitch, right? In lieu of a veteran that he can right. trust will be in the right spot, probably. Like maybe why won't you? Because yeah. it's not fast. But you know what I mean? It's like your yeah. choice was keep energy, bring Enketi on and add more energy, right. replacing Laka. No, you're gonna slow us even more down. Take right. Martinelli out, put Enketia out of position. It's just why won't it why won't he let you know you played all the kids at one time? Why won't he let Martinelli just play down the middle? Like, isn't Laka a better option off the bench late? If you need somebody, a veteran, a crafty veteran who might be able to slither and get you a little poacher's goal or something. That's what, yeah. You know, but if I mean, you can bring a lock in when the rest of the, when the defense is a little tired. Right. Now they're playing at his pace. Right. You know, now exactly. they're playing at his pace, but. Right. So, I mean, it's just weird. It's weird. I, I, I and you just, you, you see the way Martinelli plays and. Sure, he can play out wide, but he's more of a head down. I'm gone, you know. And when you're out, when you're out wide, it's it's you know you're not as productive as you can be if you're right down the middle with his pace. To me, he, I, I, I mean, I'm because he's he's you know ready and willing if they would like to do that, um, you know, or in Ketia. Either one. Oh well, yeah, 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 I, I yeah. Just, yeah, I'm just saying. At, this, it, at the start of the game, when I saw it was ESR, Martinelli, Saka, Odegaard, I'm like, oh wow, this is the future, you know. And then it was like Laka, and it's like, oh, okay, so they're gonna ESR and yeah. Martinelli, they're gonna be doing some kind of weird thing in their positioning, <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. It's well, just... and my thing too, like, let's just say this real quick about the summer. You know, like I said, if he's sold, if they're making moves for the future, and this is just a lucky spot that we're in right now, right? Then that tells me we got nothing to lose. Yeah, experiment. Throw right. Martinelli up top. You know, even if it means you know, I mean, starting Ketia up top and bring Martin and and move Martinelli in up top 
and switch and can you know you can try it back and forth a little bit and just right. like test it out so, right but like they can, they're all interchangeable like it's time yeah. dude like it's time it's not time to suck back and start getting all conservative and play possession ball no we have to attack dude we have to go after games right. now you think about the way we played i know we lost that liverpool game but that first half against liverpool or the way we played against man city yeah. um the way you know the press was on and that could be you know Go back to your, you know, squad depth and fatigue. That could be because it, you know, they're young. You know, they might have some lumps. They're a little fatigued, yeah. but you know, now is the time. Now yeah. is the time. If that's if that was your goal, but like you said, maybe it wasn't. You know? Right? Maybe it wasn't. But I tell you what, if it wasn't, we better not get. We better get eighth again. I don't want to go to the Europa League. You know what I mean? We, we anyway. Uh, let's get to the. So one of the big decisions in the first half was the uh, the VAR incident that took uh, 25 minutes, I think, for them to come to some kind of conclusion. Um, what were your thoughts on that? Was that a goal by Martinelli? I thought it should have been good. Yeah. Of course, I say that I'm going to say that being an Arsenal <laughs> fan. But what, what else are you going to say? But, yeah. you know, to me, here's my take. Uh, Inconclusive. I couldn't tell which foot was which. Right on the picture so for feet i couldn't tell the only other thing that was offsides to me was was maybe his forearm or whatever but that's not a piece of his body he can score with right just like that uh Rocky everything Sterling else today. was on side i thought so i'm just like i don't understand why it can't be on side and but then you know the whole to turn it over we've gone over <clears> this so many times really like you found a reason to overturn what he called right why and you saw you so long then you like, saw the why? line uh when they showed that one replay the lineman he's looking right down the he's line right too. there and he didn't he didn't even budge he didn't even he didn't even, flinch. He didn't he even said, act like make he, that i'm leaving that good it's good right so to me it was um we got hosed it was uh it was just a poor decision it was inconclusive um the reason why i know it was inconclusive because it took 15 minutes for you to make the decision and for you to take that amount of time and then change it. That's bullshit. And that's, that's all I'll say about that before we get up out of here. Uh, the, uh, and like, and that was, I was a huge moment of the game. It was going to be one, one going into halftime. Maybe we could have, you know, and like the cruel, cruel gods, there was a call not long later in the second half where they, where they, they had a VAR situation that they looked at for like a half a second and said, no, it's good. Don't worry about it. Oh, I think it was on a penalty, right? Or something like that. I don't know. Anyway, I can't remember. But yeah, there's always like an example where you just like, you know, what? I know. I, I know what you're minutes on that one, but you only spent 30 seconds on this one. It's good. Let's go. Uh, wow. Yeah. You know? I, I think I know which one you're talking about, but yeah. Some of the stats, 20 shots, four on target, 65% possession. Anyway, he better get this shit figured out quick. Uh, so, yeah, we'll end it with this like we always do. Can we get top four? We got Southampton. Then we got Man U. Oh, excuse me. Then we got Chelsea. Then we got our, uh, Man U. So, Saturday, Southampton, Wednesday, Chelsea on the 20th, 
and uh, Man United on the 23rd. Anybody see what the scores of the our, our competitors were? Uh, Chelsea and Tottenham won by a combined ten to zero. <laughs> Chelsea aren't uh, fucking around anymore. <laughs> uh, you know, the Arsenal Twitter. We always make fun of Tottenham, but they hired a manager with a track record. They did. It's starting. It's starting to come to starting to come to form. And right you can now. go look at tapes in the past and say like, okay, this is how he likes to play. This is right. what he tries to do. Like, but he understands, exactly he understands how to get a team, you know, going Focused. together at Focused. the right time to cross the finish line. You know what I mean? So and we're going to see somebody he'll bend somebody because that's not what I want on the pitch. Right. He'll bet it. He'll bet against his own team. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's going to do it. Um, all the love on Facebook. We appreciate it. But head on over to YouTube and subscribe. Help YouTube. us out. And uh, that's all I want to say. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, yeah. You know, I don't Thanks, think, oh, bro. I didn't even, I didn't even answer. I don't, there's no way we get top four. No way. We're, we're a stone falling in the sea. Yeah. Yeah. We're, you know, I just hope we fall gonna, out of the I'm going to go back to three months ago. Like I said, <laughs> hey, just top seven is the whole goal. I hope seven, we don't get man. top seven. I hope we come in eighth again so that we can come in next year, play nah, one we game need a week. Money, we need the Europa uh, money. Kroenke's got cash, dude. He's, yeah. nah, you know, he won't right. he won't sign any extra money over. He's got to see true. it coming in somewhere. He's taking he's taking money out of the club <laughs> so he can feed uh the at Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, that defensive line, he's gotta feed them. They're hungry. Ah, anyway, peace out, everybody. Peace. Twisting, turning. That's a penalty, is it? No, he's still going. Oh, how about that? How about that? Thank you for tuning in to Cotton Two Minds. Please head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review. All feedback is much appreciated. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at CITM Podcasts, at Guna Rush, and at E Marshall Comedy. The music of this podcast is brought to you by Statics. If you like what you hear, please head on over to staticsmusic.com and be sure to follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Statics Music. That's S-T-A-T-X Music. Peace.